Hello once again, everybody. I'm the Common Sense American. And I have some bad news to start with, although you might have heard it already. There was a study conducted, and I'm going to start on a financial aspect here before I shift into the whole parent-child thing. Um, but I think everybody should know this, and everybody should be aware of the situation they're in. Um, obviously, you are if you have a 401k or you have retirement plans of some kind, and you've seen what's been happening. Um, a study was released, study results were released today that said the average 401k of an American has declined $34,000 in 2022, total losses amounting to $2 trillion. The average monthly savings has plummeted 83%. The average purchasing power for the American is down $6,000. Now, this all happened just this year. In fact, Fidelity Investments in their uh, second quarter report said that their, uh, their investments for uh, 401ks were down 21% in just the first two quarters. And just this week, President Joe Biden was quoted as saying the economy is, quote, strong as hell. And as usual, Democrats are desperately trying to scramble and point fingers and say it's not them and that inflation is all about Putin or all about Trump, but certainly not them. And we all know by now that the passing of the Inflation Reduction Act was all about climate, had nothing to do with inflation, and never will. It's, uh, it's, they're claiming that it just hasn't taken effect yet, and you'll start to feel uh, the, the effects of it probably next year. However, we have heard multiple uh, predictions from experts, long-term analysis of this plan that says it has virtually no impact on inflation at all. And the only thing we can do right now is to have the Fed continue to raise the interest rates and hope that we don't get plunged into a nasty recession or maybe a depression. Recession is 100% guaranteed pretty much at this point. Uh, Goldman Sachs says it's it's about, it's definitely going to happen. There was one other report that said it's 100% going to happen. I think we all saw this coming. The market, uh, the housing market has absolutely plummeted and crashed, cratered, done, down 61%, um, which is even worse than the housing crash from 2008. Um, so any idea or belief that this is just going to miraculously bounce back, that bonds and stocks will suddenly just make a comeback in the next few months, that isn't going to happen. Um, you, there would have to be some sort of miracle. The, the war and the war between Russia and Ukraine would have to end, I mean end to end, and we'd have to see drastically dropping inflation over the course of the next two, three, four months, and you're not going to see that. You might see a decline. It won't be drastic. They're just going to keep bumping the uh, the Fed. The Feds will keep bumping it just because they know there's nothing else they can do. They're way too late to this. The Biden administration continues to spend, continues to screw us, continues to tap into oil reserves. They're, they have no clue, and they're bankrupting and wrecking the country in a number of ways, and we all know this by now, or we should. Speaking of another way, that they're wrecking us. The insane wokeness that has taken hold in our schools. Now, I did a podcast. I haven't actually done this topic for a while. It was probably a year or two ago, at least, the last time I spoke about schools and um, children and education and all of that. And it was more of a 
revelation for me because I hadn't really looked into it that much at the time. And when I did, I was stunned to see just how just how bad it had gotten, just how far off the beam we are. And this is sort of an update to that and an amendment to certain things. First, let me remind everybody, not just, this isn't just about ideology. This isn't just about uh, cramming a certain agenda down our kids' throats. This is also about a shocking drop in performance. Um, we have been falling down the ladder of education for decades. This is not in dispute. That is not subjective. That is objective fact. When compared to the rest of the world, in the not, I think the last time we were number one was sometime in the early 50s if we compared from, from testing. Um, and it stands to reason, doesn't it? Because the country was actually working then. And we actually demanded things from our children. And we actually taught things in schools, things they actually needed. And so they were number one. People came here for, the, for our schools. Um, and pro productivity has also declined, which I think is a direct result of what they're teaching in schools and what kind of employees we get out of those students once they come into reality. And right now, uh, we are, depending on which chart you use, but we are somewhere in the top maybe 15 of the world. I think we're 13 or 14 in, in testing. We're behind uh, eight or nine European countries. We're, we're, we're behind Japan. We're, we're, we're behind. And we've been behind and we continue to fall farther and farther behind. We have people being pushed ahead who cannot read, write, or add. Uh, people are graduating from our high schools with reading levels and math levels, but I think especially reading and English levels, that were similar to our reading levels of our 6th and 7th graders from the early portion of the 20th century. Now, these, like I said, these are not, these are not subject to your opinion. These are just facts. Now, I don't care what you believe in. I don't care what your agenda is. I don't care what politics you have. Those are the statistics, which means that we have been going in the wrong direction for quite some time, and we're not fixing it. And it's obvious. It's clear to people who see these kids come out of school and see what they're coming out as. They are coming out virtually incompetent as many employers are starting to find out. We cannot continue this. We cannot allow this to continue. But if you have an agenda that is so laden with propaganda and you have a, uh, a curriculum that is perfectly fine with dumping a variety of uh, you know, classical education um, topics in favor of woke garbage then it's only going to get worse. We all heard about the stories of the drag queens doing the story hours in the, in the schools. And, um, and as disgusting and as sick and twisted as that is, uh, bear one thing in mind. Um, the people of the science are behind this. These are the same people that keep saying trust the science. These are the same people that saying we don't use science. That right-wing people just use, I don't know, the Bible, I guess, and don't use numbers and facts. I'm giving you all the facts right now. And one of the facts that's important here is that there is no study. There is no set of clinical trials of any kind 
that says children will wind up better off with this kind of environment? None. Now, we're going to need these long-term studies at some point. Maybe it's too soon. But currently, there is no evidence that exposing kids to this type of crap this early in their lives is somehow going to magically turn them into stable, grounded, well-adjusted adults. In fact, all the evidence that we have is pointing to the exact opposite. More children than ever are in psychiatrist offices. We're setting records. More children than ever are complete basket cases. They don't know who, who they are, what gender they are. They don't know where, what, how, any, they don't know anything. And they, they rely entirely on emotion like animals because that's what they're being taught. They're being taught that there's no such thing as truth, that truth is always fluid, that you can't really believe in anything. We're, they're being taught that all of American history prior to the year 2000 is garbage and should be destroyed, that we shouldn't be talking about it. And if we do talk about it, we need to emphasize just how bad everything was. Again, hearkening back to a time when statistics were far rosier than they are now. In every sense, financially, societally, everything. That's not a word, societally. Sorry. But you know what I mean. My point is that if we're going to do this, if you are interested in a child's education, then you need to come at me with numbers. You cannot prove in any way, there is no scientific or medical procedure that can prove that somebody's non-binary. All these so-called imaginary genders are made up. They're invented. There's no bit of science behind any one of them. You're not going to take a CAT scan or any, any sort of scan of somebody's brain and come up and say, this is what a trans person's brain looks like. This, see, see the difference? See the chemical differences? Or you can see how th these people are just as well adjusted as people who are just straight. Well, the numbers aren't bearing that out. People who are, are identified as, quote, trans or non-binary or non-gender conforming, whatever garbage they invent, anybody who, uh, they're, they're three, three to four times more likely to have mental health issues through the course of their lives. Again, fact. This is just the way it is. There's a reason why, up until not long ago, all of these things were denoted as mental disorders in the Diagnostic and Statistic Manual for Psychology. Wokeness took that over and kicked those labels out. But they were there for a reason. They were there because they had medical facts to back it up. It wasn't just because they didn't like them. They found that these people typically needed far more help from mental health professionals than other people. And found that they had all kinds of problems. That it, that it dictated uh, a large portion of their lives and it was all bad. It wasn't working out. And, they don't want you to know this, but of the people that were treated for this, many were basically cured of this, of, of the ailment that had been affecting them in some way or another and went on to live perfectly happy lives. Now, we're not supposed to know about any of this. Because we're supposed to believe that people are actually born trans or they're actually born um, non-binary or whatever. Well, you know what? That's a gender thing. This isn't a gay... I believe, I do believe, 
that people can be born gay. I think I think we have plenty of evidence to back that up. I, I think going all the way back to the the Greeks, I, I think it's I think it's pretty clear throughout history that that is something that does happen. Nowhere near as often as they keep trying to tell us, because the statistics don't bear that out either. And one other thing to bear in mind when you look at these statistics, and we talk about environment versus how these things occur, the number of young people identifying as not entirely straight, for example, I think there was a poll in uh, London that was just done of Generation Z individuals, and I, it was 53%, it was more than half, uh, did not identify as straight uh, male or female or something. Now, that would imply that more than half of them don't really know what their gender is or don't know what their, what their sexual orientation is. Or are saying that they, they're just fluid, they just bounce around and kind of do what they want. Um, what's interesting to me is that the other statistics they don't want you to know is that many people will always say, well, how come none of this was around, you know, 100 years ago, 200, you know, we didn't see this in America. We didn't, it was, it was incredibly, incredibly rare. And gay individuals were rare. They were there, but they were extremely rare. And as for trans and non-binary, that, that wasn't here. And the left will quickly come back and say, no, they were there, but they, you know, they were in hiding because of how society would react, you know. Um, that's a bullcrap argument for a variety of reasons. First reason being, if there were as many as they claim, it would have at least been in the history book somewhere. Somebody would have known about this. There would have been a huge uh, reaction to it somehow. There was nothing. We heard of nothing. It couldn't have been, if you have, I don't know how many people they claim there are, a certain percentage of the population, that's very difficult to be completely silent. And on top of that, let's also not, I want to I throw this out there. I said this the other day, and I, I said this somebody, and they didn't really know what I meant, and I had to explain it. And environment is such a big deal, and we, we always often talk about how schools and education and all of that are, are essentially grooming our children and telling the power of suggestion in young individuals is, is very well documented and very well known. So if you tell them and show them every single day about how all these, you know, if you're gay or trans, you're, you're, you're a special individual, that you need to be treated uh, extra special, that you get special benefits, which is exactly what they're teaching them. What do you think they're going to end up? They don't know their own sexuality, yet they're too young. So what are they going to do? They're going to gravitate towards that which they're telling them is good. That it's, that it's something that will actually give them a leg up, which it absolutely is. So environment is an issue, right? We believe that environment has a major impact on children, as it always does. And if you think it doesn't have an impact on how they're quote-unquote identifying, you're out of your mind because the statistics are showing a massive jump in just the past 10 years. So... What you're saying, trying to tell me, is that all these people were like this. We never had words. We never even had terms for things like non-binary. But it was always there. Now we're knowing what it is. We're identifying it. That does not hold up. And one of the reasons it doesn't hold up is because no one's ever heard of this before. No, There is no science to back it up. There are no studies to back it up. It can't just have shown up and us just acknowledging it now after 10,000 years of human history. That is just more of the unbelievable ego of these people to believe that they are suddenly, right now, stumbling on the best way to live, on the ultimate way of freedom, on figuring out exactly who they are, as if everyone before them 
were just stumbling, bumbling Neanderthals again for 10,000 years. From, you know, Copernicus, Einstein, and, and, every, and every great sociologist that ever lived. They're all just, you know, we got it handled now. They're all wrong. We Don't worry, we're figuring it out now. <laughs> the, the ego is, is incredible. And when, they, when you talk to them and they find they actually know nothing, they know nothing. They were taught nothing before the year 2000. They believe that all of that is wrong. So they're eliminating history and teaching them that now is the only uh, correct form of education. And this is all you need to know, which is what they're hinging on. Now, again, but getting back to my point, when I was talking to somebody about why this is suddenly happening, why we're seeing this explosion, it's not just, it, it is environment is obviously a part of it, but there's something else. And I said, you know, here's the thing. People don't have enough to do. And I had to explain that. I said, look, when we are building this country, or when any civilization is building any country, we didn't have time for this. Okay? We had to survive. We had to thrive. We had to find a way to build a nation. We didn't have time for this. We had to get out and grow our crops, and build our homes, and create an entire structure from nothing for a civilization. Our, our entire lives were occupied with this for a very long time. And even when that structure was in place, well, we were still building. And we still needed to have people who knew exactly what they were, who knew exactly what their lot in life was and went out and did it every single day. They didn't have time for this. They didn't have time to sit in a chair for an hours on end and go, yeah, I don't know, maybe I'm a woman or maybe I'm a fox or maybe I'm two-spirit. Too, too we didn't have time for this. We had to get out. We had to, get, we had to have kids. We had to have families. We had to have uh, farms. We had to have jobs. We had to make business. We had to, we had to do these things. We just didn't have the time. And if you scroll back through through history and you see the, the rising, you know, you see no evidence of them being beset by quote-unquote social justice where this group of people are just like, oh, we can't do this. You, sh you should be more worried about how we feel and we feel like we're being uh, marginalized because we're not born in the right body. That's all new. It's new because we don't have enough to do. None of these people do. The majority of all these people I have found seem to come from people who work their state and government jobs at 25, 30 hours a week and actually think that that's, you know, a lot. And for the most part, have nothing to do. They didn't have to build their own homes. They don't have to grow their own food. They don't, have, they don't really have to do anything. It's stunning to me, and I've made this point before, of how few interests people seem to have. And their brain just doesn't seem to go anywhere. They don't seem to have any interest at all in anything aside from the social justice crap for liberals. They don't have enough to do. If they were, if you rewind time 300 years and said, threw them out there and said, look, you got, here you go, make a, make a country, we, sorry, you would be ignored. And appropriately so. Because we didn't have time for this. We had to actually do something. And you know what? It worked. So what are you trying to tell me? You're trying to tell me that all these people were there? That a third of the nation were just... Uh, poorly abused, miserable creatures because they weren't treated correctly for the gender that they were crying in a corner because somebody used the wrong pronoun? No, they went out and farmed 27 acres in a day or they went out and built a freaking skyscraper. 
Men did their jobs, women did their jobs. Yes, there were kind of assigned roles for those because it worked. It was working. And it worked for a long time. It worked throughout history, in fact. Now, we are in a completely broken country, and you're telling me that this is working? What's working? Nothing is working. Nothing. So when our kids go to school and are subjected to this heavily skewed form of, quote, education, that is essentially telling them that these 10,000 years of human history need to be reviled, need to be hated, and, and ultimately need to be dismissed. And we've got it now. We've, we're figuring this out now. This is the right way. Again, the ego, the unmitigated ego, the, the belief that you are the pinnacle of evolution and quote-unquote freedom, liberals, that, you're, that you've come up with this. That you've invented the, um, the exact right way to live and everybody before you was wrong. Dumber than you, less enlightened than you. It's amazing to me that you would actually believe this. It's such a brazen insult to our ancestors, in every, especially in this country, people who came before us and built this country. It really is embarrassing and insulting that they would say this and do these things and act this way. And that is what we're teaching our children. And that's a bad thing because that is creating an environment which they are not only susceptible to suggestion because they're being told simply what to think, not how to think. And they will think that way. But they're also being told that um, everything they do is right and fine and nothing they can do is wrong. And that... There are no consequences for actions, and the government will always prop you up, or your neighbor will always prop you up, and somebody else is always more important than you. And the, the idea of national pride is bad. The idea of individual accomplishment is basically bad. You should be caring more about other people. The idea of every, every idea, every ideal that successfully builds a prosperous civilization is being destroyed. And it's being destroyed starting at a grammar school level. Then you bring in the drag queens and you bring in everything else to warp these kids even more. And oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, considering uh, stats and, and, and numbers and studies, we put uh, ratings on movies and on video games and on we have uh, those warning labels on, on music when it started to get sick and gross. We put these things in place, not because we didn't like it, but because we had plenty of clinical evidence to prove that have, putting this content in front of a child with a still developing mind in their formative years was bad. It doesn't, it doesn't work. It creates all kinds of problems. They tend to have much more a problem with authority figures. They tend to uh, resolve their differences more with violence. They tend to be uh, far less successful in life. They tend to be far more prone to just being having trouble either with the law or with their own mental health. All of these things. That's why we have ratings. Okay? That's why. And that has been a slippery slope as well. What's rated, uh, you know, PG or, or PG-13 now would have been R just flat out banned 60, 70 years ago. You know, when the censors were sort of in place. And, I, you know, I understand that's anti-First uh, Amendment to some extent. But there's, there was, there's a protection of our children that they were heavily invested in. And we are not now. Um, if you put a rating on a movie that has this kind of stuff in it, why are you throwing it at our children in a classroom? 
I don't understand. If you put it on a screen and say it's rated R, they're not supposed to go in there. But if you put it in a classroom, it's okay. This is the thing that, um, this is the, the mass hypocrisy and insanity that has taken over the left. Uh, they are not operating on numbers or science or statistics or facts in any way. And they're actually getting away with it by saying that facts aren't real. This is, the, this is their final step towards complete irrational behavior. That they're teaching people in school that there's no such thing as objective truth. Now, you think I'm lying, but that's actually, that's a fact. That, uh, none, none, you know, you can't say that such and such is true because it might change. I understand that part. But to say that there's no such thing as objective truth is a lie. And all it is is a gateway. All it is is opening the doors to saying uh, all of that is probably, is, is very likely wrong. So we're going to tell you the way it is. Except it backfires on them because if there is no objective truth, then what you're telling us now can't be true either. Right? What you're telling us now about how it's true that there are such things as trans and non-binary and, non and gender non-conforming and all that. If you're telling me that that's real, but we don't have any statistics or anything to back it up, right? But you're telling me it's real. But you just said there's no such thing as objective fact. So maybe it's not. Could you at least admit it? Th th these are the traps they get themselves into. And this is what happens when you stop using your brain and you stop, you start eliminating history and you start believing that you're actually the pinnacle of, of societal evolution, which is comical and depressing. But it's hurting our kids more than anything because they're being not just groomed, uh, they're being trained to... Uh, to take a certain path in life that's going to be very difficult to get them out of. Because, again, your formative years are very, very important, very critical. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't have kids myself, but I, I imagine I have a lot of parents as listeners. Um, and I, I know that you have a lot of concerns, I'm guessing, in terms of how your, your kids are being educated, and you should. Um, and there's very little you can do about it when they're at school, you know, and, and not the fact that they're trying to eliminate parents more and more and, and lessening the power of the parent while turning the kids more and more over to the state. Uh, a California Democrat just this year had suggested that kids should be transferred to the state. It, I mean, it failed, obviously, but it was a legitimate proposal that they put forth that they should be taken away from parents and, and transferred to the state. Uh, if that's not terrifying, and if that's not beyond Russia and North Korea at this point, then, you know, then you're not paying attention. Anyway, that's it for me. Cool. Thank you uh, for listening. I appreciate your time as always. Um, and uh, make sure to vote in the upcoming midterm elections so maybe we can avoid uh, just more nightmare scenarios in the future. And uh, that's it. See you again next week. Thank you.